Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the I-501-CU, the podcast for nonprofit board members. Today on this Tuesday, November 22nd, we're recording in the afternoon. And don't worry, Reed's still here. It's just we're doing something different. I'm going to tackle a topic that we've been hearing a little bit about. And there's a misunderstanding about being on a nonprofit board of directors. So we're going to cover five points about being on a, on a board. So I hope you enjoy this the next few minutes. Hey, everybody. Reed Corley here to let you know we will be releasing a new podcast every week. If you want to be the best board member you can be, visit our website, thecorleycompany.com, to sign up for our email list to be the first to know when a podcast drops. So as the intro stated, we're going to talk a little bit about some of the misconceptions of being on a nonprofit board of directors. And again, welcome to the I-501CU, the podcast for nonprofit board members. And it's interesting, we've done a number of board retreats lately, and we've talked to a number of younger people. And these are the questions that come up uh, regularly about being on a nonprofit board. So we want to spend the next, I don't know, five, 10 minutes just clarifying things for you. So I hope this provides the, the clarity and the guidance that some of you may be debating on whether or not you should, should serve in such a capacity. You know, the first thing we typically hear is, well, I need to be rich or I'm going to have to fundraise if I join a nonprofit board. And I can tell you nothing could be further from the truth. The, the board's job is not to fundraise. The board's job is to make introductions. The board's job is to attend events and to wear that badge proudly. Uh, the board's job is to be involved and to provide support to the executive director. But rarely, unless you're on the development committee of a board, are you required to actually fundraise. So I would dispel that notion and, and don't let that uh, give you any pause for concern if that's one of your reluctances for not joining a nonprofit board. Um, now, having said that, I will say you will be encouraged to make a contribution of your own. Usually a dollar amount is not required, but it should be something meaningful to you. And the purpose for that is a couple of things. One, it shows your commitment. And if, if you expect others to donate, you should certainly donate to the nonprofit board that you're serving on. But also, as your organization may be seeking grants, a lot of funders will ask, is your board have 100% participation in fundraising? And, excuse me, in contributing to the organization. And so you don't want to be that one person who has not contributed even a nominal amount, and that would inhibit the organization's ability to receive that grant. So do you have to be rich? Absolutely not. My, I was on a board my first time probably when I was in my mid-30s, and I can assure you I was not rich. Did I have to fundraise? No, but I welcome the opportunity to make introductions to the executive director and to the director of development. That is their responsibility to do that. So number two, the second misconception that we hear quite a bit is that, well, I need to be in the latter half of my career. I need to be a little bit older in order to serve on a nonprofit board. No, that is not the case whatsoever. And in fact, in this day and age, certainly in our area down here in Sarasota, Florida area, it is an advantage to be younger because so many of the board members are older and the boards are seeking opportunities to diversify in order to have broader thinking in order to, in order to tap into different skill sets. So you do not have to be you know, a vice president, a president of an organization. You do not have to be in your late 30s, 40s on up. You can certainly start the process of being involved with a nonprofit board at a young age and probably works to your advantage. You, and you'll be able to contribute immediately. I mean, with the skill sets that the younger generation has is something that most of us in the older generation, I consider myself in that, 
does not have, it, it would be a, a welcome addition to the skill set of the board. So I would encourage you, do not use that as an excuse that, oh, I'm just not old enough. That is entirely not true. Uh, the, the third reason we hear is, well, I don't, I'm, I'm not qualified to oversee the organization's mission. And again, dispel that myth. No, that is not the case. You know, you don't make decisions in a vacuum. And, and the organization, that's the reason it has a full board. It's to complement each other's skills. And you'll have people on the board that are much older than you, that are, have experience in whatever field the board, uh, excuse me, the organization is in. And so you, you should not feel worried that you don't, are not qualified because you will be able to contribute. And even if your contribution is asking questions for clarification, that's a huge asset to a board of directors. And as long as you have a passion for the mission, you want to do good by the organization, and you are committed to it, believe me, you are qualified to serve on a nonprofit board of directors. The fourth reason we hear is, well, I don't really have many connections. And, you know, I'm not well known in the community. And again, if I could, you know, buzz that out, that is not something that should dispel you or dissuade you from joining a nonprofit board. Look, we all have our circle of friends and relationships through work, and they're going to be different. Uh, yours are going to be different than other people on the board. And maybe you are, as we t touched on earl earlier, younger in your career, so you don't have quite the maybe the depth and breadth of connections. Well, th well, that's okay. You're going to make connections on the board. You're going to make connections as you go to events serving as a board member. And so you're going to contribute that way. So don't, don't worry about you know, the fact that you may not know everybody in town. And, and in fact, that is an advantage because you know different types of people. And I can tell you that whatever board you're maybe interested in serving on or will serve on, they're looking to broaden their base uh, of relationships. And you having different relationships will certainly be an addition to that. So those are four primary reasons uh, that, that people will say, well, I'm not prepared to serve on a board. I'm, I would not be considered to be on a board. So I, those are myths, and I hope to, that we've been able to dispel those a little bit and encourage you to go down that path, if it's something you want to do, to serve on a nonprofit board. So, you know, let's flip that question around then and say, well, what do I, you need? What does one need to be on a board? Well, you know, number one, be a passion for the mission. If you've got a passion for the mission, there's really no end to the contribution you can make to the organization. And I've seen that, I've, I've worked with any number of nonprofit boards, and as long as the passion for the mission is there, boy, some really special things can be accomplished. So just make sure if you serve on a board that it's an organization for, for which you have a passion for the mission so that you can be committed to the time it's gonna to take to serve on a board, to go to the meetings, to go to the events, to talk to your friends about the organization to engage and be involved. If you have a passion for mission, you're much more likely to be willing to commit the time to, uh, to doing that. And, and you wanna make sure you just have a connection to the organization, meaning make sure you really wanna serve on that board. Have you volunteered? Have you been to their events prior to? Have you gotten to know, know the board members? Because like any other team situation, it's all about the, you know, who's sitting around the table and. Do you like them? Are you going to be able to learn from them? Uh, those types of things. So instead of just saying, hey, I want to serve on a board, do your homework to identify what type of organization you may want to serve on. And you do that really by going to their events and understanding how they operate and, and then maybe opportunities to, to serve. 
So there you go. For those of you who are debating, should you serve on a nonprofit board? Uh, and you think, ah, I'm not qualified to do so. Hopefully we dispelled through four myths that you are more than qualified to serve on the board if you have that passion for mission. And I tell you, if you're interested, if you're really debating, and also those of you out there who are on your leadership journey in your life, we did a podcast a couple weeks ago on the seven reasons we believe serving on a nonprofit board is the best leadership development training available. I would encourage you to listen to that, and that just may give you the incentive you need to pursue the passion of serving on a nonprofit board. Hey, I hope everybody has a, a wonderful day. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, we'll talk to you very soon. This is Michael Corley, I-501CU, the podcast for nonprofit board members.